Welcome to the Daily Drive. This show is dedicated to keeping you educated, informed, and most importantly, driven to succeed. We want your feedback, so call us at 1-800-437-5121. Everyone on the Daily Drive Show team hopes you enjoy this show. Here's your host, Ken Noor. the daily drive i'm so incredibly glad that you are here today today we have lined up an interview with alfonso de la Nuez. he is the ceo and co-founder of user zoom and user zoom has had an explosive growth pattern um, and that pattern actually i don't like to use the word explosive because young entrepreneurs think that you're going to be this massive overnight success. And I'm going to tell you from a lot of experience and a long time and talking to a lot of CEOs that yes, it's going to be overnight. It's going to be over a lot of nights. And Alfonso started this journey some 10 years ago, but they have grown into a very large organization. And you're going to learn that as you listen to this interview. Uh, and we've got Alfonso on the line with us now. Alfonso, welcome to the show. How are you today? Good, good. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. I'm so incredibly glad that uh, you're here, and I'm uh, really appreciative that you're taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to uh, spend time with our audience. You are the CEO and co-founder of UserZoom. Tell us about UserZoom. Certainly. Um, UserZoom is what we call a user experience insights company. Essentially, what we're doing is empowering businesses, mostly mid to large enterprises, with insights from the end users that they need to design and develop uh, great digital experiences. And with that, improve business metrics. Essentially, we help uh, our, our customers uh, run research and usability testing with uh, real users. And so with that type of insights they provide, that we provide to them, they can go back and optimize their uh, website, app, uh, or, or any other digital interface uh, design and development. Your idea is to improve the efficiency or usability of their, let's just stay with the website, I think everybody understands that, uh, of the user's ability to use the website. So do you do that through surveying those users, uh, analytics or metrics of what those users do and how they behave on the website, a combination of all of it? or? Yeah, so we have a very robust and versatile uh, research platform that includes indeed the surveys, but surveys is um, it's a market that's very, very fragmented and uh, you know there's multiple vendors out there. What we do that is very unique is uh, that we go beyond a survey and we're able to collect um, additional types of, of feedback. Uh, for instance, we can record the screen of the user as uh, he or she interacts with the product uh, so it's not just uh, uh, answering questions from, let's say, you know, how do you like this from 1 to 10, uh, 10 being great and 1 being bad. Uh, what we do is we ask the participants 
to uh, take a test and we record the screen. We also uh, allow them to speak out loud, what we call think out loud. Um, we also collect heat maps of where they're clicking um, and so on and so forth. And so surveys is only just one part of the of the test or one type of test you can do, but there's multiple uh, types of studies uh, you can conduct with our platform. And today's, you know, kind of new language, if you will, we also talk about conversion optimization. Is that a absolutely. part of the role that you guys play as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, at the end of the day, and as I mentioned earlier, we're all about optimizing business metrics. Uh, what we're seeing today more than ever before is that if you have great design, you actually convert a lot more, right? So you can do a lot of marketing and a lot of noise and a lot of social media, but when the user uh, or consumer ends, uh, enters the website and tries to accomplish a series of tasks, guess what? It doesn't matter how much noise you've made. They need to actually have a fantastic experience or they'll leave, right? They don't have uh, patience at all. I totally agree. And so this is, this is why I call the user experience the absolute best marketing campaign you'll ever do. Um, you know, and, and, and to that point, Google, uh, uh, Amazon, these are cases of companies that didn't really invest that much in marketing, but they invested a lot in the product design early on and they grew like, like wildfire, you know? And so, yeah, so, uh, what we, what we help is ultimately increase those business metrics today, as you know, in the SaaS business, we, in the SaaS economy we live in, you know, it's all about subscriptions and it's all about interacting with the digital, uh, UI, uh, user interface. Uh, we believe, we firmly believe that pretty much every company today or soon will be a software company. Even if you're UPS mm -hmm. or even if you're a hotel, your users, your consumers are interacting with you through a digital interface, right? And so what we want to do is enable our customers to connect and to research and test their products to uh, with those uh, users, with those uh, participants uh, that come to the study, you know, um, to to participate and to give feedback, so that they can improve uh, the the design and the navigation and the usability, and as a uh, ultimate result, improve the business metrics. You should be constantly testing your designs and looking for the next level of improvement, even if it's incremental improvement and again i'm thinking more on websites and uh, apps also apply here and other digital interfaces but you know website especially in a marketing sense uh, you 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 always have room for improvement so i would imagine in a perfect world you want to have clients that retain with you and are continually testing is that uh, an objective Absolutely. as well yeah yeah so the two reasons the two reasons why we've grown is you know, is precisely what you just mentioned. The the the, the, the marketplace is just very very competitive today. There is this agile, uh, uh, lean methodologies for design and development, um, and and actually testing in a continuous basis is becoming a standard. Now we we're seeing this in the early adopters. We're seeing this in the more mature digital companies out there. I can tell you that the Googles, the uh, uh, PayPal, the uh, Airbnbs, you know, Uber, the, the, all these brands that are growing in our, you know, of course, Amazon, at Facebook, they have hundreds and hundreds of user experience professionals that are working on design and research. 
and they're using our product on a weekly basis, to your point, to continuously test early and test uh, often. I like the phrase used early that everyone is a software company, and I totally agree. There, there are interactions today with most brands are going to be through some type of digital interface, and the ones that are going to be, you know, hyper successful are going to be ones that are paying attention to that and and are devoting a part of their organization towards that interaction with their customers. It's not just about uh, (laughs) delivering your basic product anymore. You have to look at how you're going to interact with your clientele. But do you guys do multivariate testing? Is that uh, something you guys can do as well? No, multivariate testing is a complement to what we do. Uh, you know, A-B gotcha. testing, multivariate testing. It, I actually think that that's a type of test, but it's it's almost like an advanced analytics type of solution because mm-hmm. you're testing with a live product uh, or semi-finished product, and you don't really uh, uh, you're not actually engaging in a conversation or in a. I see. You, you, you're not letting the, the the end user provide some feedback. You're really literally just throwing it out there and seeing which one performs, but you don't really know the why, right? And so we really focus on the why and the how this uh, end user, the actual user, not a robot or not a tra- some traffic that you don't know who it is. Uh, right. We really want to dig in. Yeah, we di- we want to dig in. It's 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 harder to do, Ken, and this is why you know our 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 company is taking off because we automate much of this process through software and the internet. And we can talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, in the past, you had to go to a lab and and or do a focus oh, yeah. group, you know, interview somebody. Maybe the way you're interviewing me today, but that's very time-consuming and costly. And so we've automated all that. And so our uh, A/B testing is a lot more automated. We go beyond that uh, and we complement A/B testing. I got you. So you really are more in pre-launch phase uh, or in development phase or even sometimes pre-development phase where we've got concepts and ideas on how we want to do things and we're going to take a deep look at how users are going to behave with that before we even put it out there for the general public. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But I'd like to say that we go beyond that um, because, in fact, our product is, and this is something I, I, I really emphasize, we emphasize with our customers and with our prospects and yeah, the fact that UserZoom is ready to use and to provide value across any stage of the product development life cycle and also with any digital UI, right? And so essentially what, what we have today is you have perhaps most, you know, most cases you have some version of a website um, or an app and what you want to do is optimize it because of course there's new technologies, new content, new versions, you know, everything. You know, this is a changing a website is a living thing, right? And so oh, yeah. uh, the design teams, you know, need to go at this. And it's very, very hard, Ken. It's become extremely, extremely hard to design great experiences. You know, it's it's very difficult. So therefore, what we've come up with is a way for the designers and developers to not design on guess or on, or on creative thought, but rather on data and feedback, right? And so use that as an opportunity to get inspired and to make sure that you're moving in the right direction. So the first thing you do is you run a benchmark study or a baseline study with the current version. And you can do this right before, like kind of in the planning phase when you're doing some research up front. Then you start designing and creating the concepts that you were talking about. And at that point, you can easily just create a study, launch it out there, and see in a matter of hours, you're getting feedback on whether that's 
you know, headed in the right direction, whether people understand these labels, you know, these buttons and things like that. And you can collect feedback really, really quickly. And then you move on to development stages. And when you have a little bit more of a advanced, you know, maybe a, not an MVP, but you're, you're, you already have something like a high fidelity prototype, you can go ahead and test it again. So you can have multiple types of tests happening throughout the whole product development uh, cycle. And then when you're live, you're going to test to kind of benchmark against the initial benchmark, you know, the baseline. So they kind of have a before and after. And you're going mm-hmm. to be able to quantify if you've really made uh, a progress uh, from a user experience perspective. And so that, that's how our customers are using us. That's excellent. You know, I'm going to work here now to pivot towards uh, talking about and understanding you. And one of the first questions you know, pre-interview, I learned a little bit about you, but the first question I want to ask is, how do we go from NCAA basketball to UI design uh, evaluation assessment and and optimization? How did you get here? What gave you the idea for this? <laughs> Great question, because I actually, we talk about NCAA and moving to the pros all the time. I use, I use basketball analogies all the time uh, right? in business. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that. So to me, um, you know, NCAA or high school or, you know, amateur basketball is when you're running maybe, a, you know, a study or a couple of studies a year and you're, you know, you're collecting some feedback, but you're not really mature, right? You, you still need to polish your game quite a bit. And so the pros is, uh, you know, what I'm seeing in companies that are, you know, just producing amazing products, right? I mean, like, the case of of a, of a Google or Amazon or or Airbnb, you know, these are extremely great experiences. I was having I was having a very very nice user experience for the first time, and I wrote an article about it actually on Grubhub, the company that is allowing you to to order food, you know. And mm-hmm. so they have they have this app, and I used it for the first time, and man, I had a blast just going through it, finding the pizza, ordering the pizza. So. Um, you know, I can I, I can see and I, I know because I obviously I, I, I lead a business uh, that is specializing in this. I can see the different practices of these companies that are user centric and how much they test constantly. How the, this starts, by the way, at, at the very top. So the C-level teams understand the values of and they, they 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 since they understand and appreciate it, they actually fund it. They have, uh, you know, they have uh, organizations, they have uh you know, design and research uh, leadership that can, um, you know, uh, hire the right people, uh, buy the best tools, and have a, what I call a design culture in place, you know, uh, in these companies. And so that that's how you go from the NCAA to the, to the pros, in my mind. And where did this idea come for you? I mean, you were... Oh, for me personally? You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, how did oh, you I come have, up I with have, where did this come from? I actually from? have a very, yeah, I have a very romantic, I guess, story about this. Because I, so I grew up, um, I went to college in the 90s. And so I uh, learned all about the World Wide Web uh, while I was in college. And, you know, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm not a programmer, engineer. I'm more of a marketer myself. And more, you know, I'm more in the design space, marketing, sales. But um, I loved the whole concept of World Wide Web. And so a few years later, um you know, I noticed. I, I went into I went to to business uh, uh, to to work for uh, agencies and you know the leading web design agencies. Um, and this is actually back in Spain where I'm from. And so what I noticed is that there was this mania, you know, this madness to go into the web 
and uh, produce websites, and they were mm-hmm. so crappy. Ken, they, oh, they, they were. They were doing such bad jobs, and yet they were uh, pouring all this money. I really believe that this problem with user experience and usability contributed to that big bubble burst, you know, uh, in the in the two thousands, right? So, um, part of what what I learned those years is that, you know, I've had enough. I don't want to continue building websites where the end user is not even part of the picture. I mean, it's, you know, we, there was no testing being done. There was hardly any research. It was all about speed and, and technology and, and being super creative. So I found myself, like, I wanted to be the advocate or the, the, the defender for the end user, and I thought that the best way to do that was going to be through um, uh, the, uh, the, the, a research and testing company, Okay. Um, and so what, so, so what I did is I created, initially I created my first startup, which was a consulting company. Um, and what we did is we were in the lab all day long testing websites with the end users, right? We would invite them over to the lab. Uh, and then over the years, we noticed that this was not scalable. This was not uh, cost effective. And we weren't going to scale this business, even though we were having a good time uh, and we, we were profitable. But the fact is we wanted to go beyond that and we created UserZoom, which basically, uh, you know, with software and the internet, what we did is we automated the process so we could do this testing in a remote, in a remote fashion and also kind of unmoderated so that you don't have to actually be present uh, for every right. uh, test. Okay. I, and and I that's like kind of it, yeah. how the passion, that's how the passion and the story, you know, came about. We absolutely ran out of time to get you all of that interview again today. This is becoming the norm of norms that we have two shows because there's just so much stuff we get from these CEOs. So make sure you tune in tomorrow when we're going to have part two of Alfonso De La Nuez's interview on The Daily Drive. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsor, That Company. Why is That Company the white-label digital marketing provider for some of the biggest agencies in the industry? Because we get results, we retain clients, and we deliver profitability. Visit www.thatcompany.com to find out how we can make your agency more profitable. If you want to give us feedback, call us now at 1-800-437-5121 or drop by dailydriveshow.com. Make sure you add us to your Alexa daily briefing skill. Don't forget that you can listen to us live every day on WQBQ at 7.30 a.m. The show wouldn't be possible without the Daily Drive Show team, executive producer Jake Perrick, web guru Taj Royer, and the audio man with the plan. Shoddy. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow.